The $50 billion man? That guy? Yes. yes. He doesn't give a shit, though. Yeah. That's what well, you're... he's almost dead. I don't think we could play his stuff without getting sued, Jamie. Hello, Joe. My name's Dan Pena. I'm still a formidable force at 6-1-225. And if you think that I'm almost dead and I'm not going to be alive anymore, ask this bear that I killed with a fucking knife not too long ago. I'm still a very tough fucking guy. At 71, I take no bullshit in person or on the fucking YouTube. I'm not dead and I'm plenty alive and I don't give a fuck what anybody says about me. I rip people's head off and shit down their neck. <laughs> and from one tough guy to another tough guy. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared to use my stuff on your podcast. It's all fucking free. You ask me, why do you give it away free, Dan? I give it away free to take the last fucking excuse away from the sorry cunts why they can't fulfill their dreams. I'm calling you out, Joe. You think you're a tough guy. You haven't met me. I'm the $50 billion man and this is my lair. The fifty billion. He's such an icon. He's an icon. <laughs> last week, uh, I don't know if it was last week or the week before. Um, by the way, this is a Red Scare podcast. If you're wondering, if you just tuned in. Uh, the last week or the week before, I was talking about Dan. This guy Dan Pena uh, that I've just been following. And the other night, I was quite stoned, I so I decided to, to go into a hole of Dan. And I was watching these shorts, and then I was watching these longer clips, and. First of all, he's extremely like again when I'm when I say I like people in the show, people are always like, "Oh my god, you like you're such a fan of Carrie Lake." And I was like, "I'm not like a fan of Carrie Lake. I'm a fan of people that I can point out are stars. Mm-hmm. Like I'm quite I, I feel like that would be a career that I would do if I didn't do the careers I was doing now. Is it like I talent, I can spot talent, Casting. someone who just you know resonates. Yeah. And with Dan, I started watching these videos and then I said Wow, he's just like the most honest person in the world. So then this is another clip that I included. I have a guy who was the greatest salesman I ever knew. And he sold insurance door to door. And he said, life is just a numbers game. I said, okay, Walter. And he said, I'm going to prove it to you. So he sat in his limousine and he was wearing a long sable coat, fur coat. And he says, I'm going to ask every girl that comes by me, uh, you want to fuck? And sooner than later, one's going to say yes. So I'm sitting back in the drinking champagne. I see him spit on, slapped. A couple girls try to kick him in the nuts. The 17th woman, the 17th, as soon as she looked at her watch, I knew she, he had her. <laughs> yeah, I got a couple of hours. Your place or mine. Life is a numbers game. And you guys and gals, historically, in the 28 and a half years that I've been doing this, give up too soon. The only guarantees in life, if you don't try and keep trying, you'll never succeed. I used to have... He's great. <laughs> I mean... He's my new dad. <laughs> if I had this dad growing up, what, instead of the father I had, where would I be right now? Either in rehab because I, he just would have beat me down, or he beats... Because some people, it's really all your constitution. Some people like to be beaten down, and they can take the brutal truth because yeah. it helps them grow and push through. Like I, I had a trainer who was quite abusive to me and I know several people that had to leave him because he was abusive. He was constantly criticizing their bodies and because he was trying to elevate them to the level of excellence. And I like that kind of feeling. So I feel like I don't know if I would have what path I would have gone on with Dan. But what's really interesting is that he runs these seminars, coaching, one of those things. And He's made all kinds of people have made millions of dollars and he really whatever field they're in, he tries to elevate them to to that 
upper echelon. Like he was talking about this one girl. She was the best hooker in the city and he had coached her. And so she could get up to charging $20,000 an hour for men. And over a period of, I don't know, it was like a couple of years, she banked like $3 million. (gasps) So whatever field people are in, he just uses these lessons and, you know, imparts some kind of wisdom on them that makes them go to that next echelon. But I mean, he's just funny. Like, to say to Joe Rogan, I cut people's necks off and shit down their throats. <laughs> <laughs> like, can I go to Christmas with the Pena family? Like, number one, I'm sure it's on a yacht. And number two, I would just I would just sit there just taking notes. And he's really, really interesting. Yeah. Like, it, it actually makes me want to work so hard on this show and keep up with certain things so that he can come on the program. I will fly. I mean, someone like that is a multi-billionaire. To get him, an interview with him is almost impossible. Yeah. He has been on Rogan. But that's definitely one of the ones. Screw Tina Forty. She already lost. <laughs> You're dead to us. These are one of the... I just want him to sit down and just, I would say, Stop. start with Shiva. Oh my god, he's gonna he's like, you fuck this guy, fuck fucking idiot with his bucket hat. Does he think he's 14? <laughs> oh, wait, that's me that said that. <laughs> Anywho, welcome to Mentionable Podcast. I just got off a photo shoot earlier in the week. I did a photo shoot for some press that we have coming up, some personal press, more personal press on the business side of things, and then some press for the show. Did a photo shoot for about three hours. With this amazing photographer in, in Toronto, I think it's, I want to get this right, figure85.com. So those photos will start to come out and it's impressed. And I'm going to post a couple of them on my Instagram as well. And uh, we didn't really have a setup this week for the show. We're working on some guests. So it was just like a kind of a free for all this week. One of the things I did want to react to is to the American midterms. Uh, you know, <laughs> The, first of all, the red wave did not arrive, but, um, you know, much to the chagrin of certain certain people, I'm really at apathy point at this point. I, I wouldn't have cared if a blue or red wave arrived, but it was really interesting to kind of just react to it because I think the biggest mistake that the Republicans made is with abortion. If you look at the polling on 538.com, which is Nate Silver's site that does all the polling, they were had a very, very high percentage chance of taking back the Senate. But the second that they introduced the legislation or pushed through the legislation around Roe v. Wade, through the Supreme... It was, I guess it's not legislation, basically. I guess through the Supreme Court, let's say. Um, you know, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> but you did see the percentage change really rapidly drop ar- around that because I think people just said... For me, this is a bridge too far, and it brought out a lot of independence. Uh, Gen Z went actually did show up in certain areas and went hard for the Democrats. So they didn't get the red wave. Actually, as of the time that we're recording this show, the Republicans are likely to take the House, but right now the Democrats are leading in the Senate. So I think it's I think it's fifty forty nine. So. I don't know. I mean, wow, they could actually even maintain control of the Senate. So crazy. I don't know. I d- again, I don't really care either way. Although when I am forced to see very far left shit in this country, part of me just wants to go crazy and go to the other side. But then I realize they're also crazy too. You know, 
The left is crazy because the right. The left is, is crazy, crazy. but the, it, that's what it is. And yeah. it's like you just you just get so frustrated living in Canada under all these things yeah. that you're about to like go get Carrie Lake tattooed on your pussy. <laughs> you know, that's a boy pussy. For anyone following around, I don't I don't really have that. I'm 36, and I've also never called it a p- pussy or a bussy in my life. But a lot of people do freely call their buttholes. Oh, Gay bussy. men under the age of 30 call their buttholes bussies. For real, bussies. Have you met those? No, I, 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 you know, you don't really meet certain people if you act certain ways. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I was talking yeah. about last week. It's like you're the average of the people you're around. I, I think that's very funny to me because, like, I personally have never met a person that wants me to call them they as a pronoun because I'm above the age of thirty-five and I hang with people who who are above the age of thirty-five and who are gainfully employed. You don't tend to really encounter that i don't it's never it's just never come across my plate so i joke about these things on the show but like i don't i've never had to no one's ever personally asked them asked me to call them a they i've just never had to cross that bridge because i i think it's ridiculous so i've never had to personally cross cross that bridge so i can be like people are like would you do it i'm like I don't know. I've just never had to. I know what I would prefer not to do. Yeah. But I have yeah. never encountered that sort of a situation because, you know, I hang with people who are 35 plus and gainfully employed. It's coming, bro. It's coming. Is it? Where? 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 where, where <laughs> Next year, I'm going to come to you. Jordan, can you call me there from now on, please? <laughs> Six months. From I now. just don't really <laughs> gel with like, I, I said it on the show, Joe, like, you know, purple haired people with settler in their Twitter bio that want to blow you with while you're wearing a condom <laughs> that's just like a specific kind of person that doesn't really like gel with me because i i keep it i keeps it real yeah on the program keeps it real i keeps it real other thing i was also like to say is that um i'm seeing a lot of people i don't know if this is something in the heterosexual world shivam you can let me know yeah. a lot of people on their dating profile are are writing i've seen this quite often uh good hygiene plus plus and then the other one i'm seeing on uh grinder is like hygiene is a must no is this something you've ever seen no not yet no i've i've swiped through a lot of profiles but not this what's this about did you ask someone no i just i, I asked well i asked my friends and they're like yeah they didn't really react they're like yeah i've seen that before but it was like at what point do you Isn't have to like get to, normal? like, it's implicit, right? Yeah. Like, if you're going over to someone's house to hook up, like, if you don't insert a shower in there or some sort of grooming, like, I, I assumed that was implied. I assumed that there was a base level that you had to hit with people when you go over to their place, Cause right? it's men, because women are, like, epitome. But, but gays are supposed hygiene. to be, like, all... P- and it, they're supposed to be all primped and perfect and, like, clean. Sure, sure, like, you know, sure. that's kind of, like, the stereotype of gay men. But are there gay men that are just taking a dump at the gym after their workout and going right to right to a hookup? Or is it gay men that are so particular about hygiene that that's why they're putting their profile? Like, it needs to be so above a level. Like, freshly, right. freshly, freshly showered and, like, a Mentos in your rectum. <laughs> like, that kind of, like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Bro, what the fuck is going on with the gay community? I just, I am, I'm slowly, my friend, I'm slowly like withdrawing from the gay community. And my friend's prediction is that within a year, I'm going to be like a born again Christian. 
Because I said, because I said to her, because I used to be like very liberal, and yeah. I've you know started to swing, but also she, my friend was like, it's so funny because I said to her, you know, I was like, you know, the gay community, I'm like, I, no, no one wants to make a connection anymore, you know, they just want to, it gave me a twenty six, and you know, they just want to get off, blow and go. And that's just kind of the culture. And I said, it's just really, it feels really hollow and dead inside. Like, you know, I want to connect with a person. And she's like, you're starting to sound monogamous. You're starting to sound like socially conservative. Like, I'm thinking that you're probably going to be a born again Christian with a tuck, with probably like a Laura Ingram hat or something within like a year. Like San Diego will be too liberal for me. I'll be too. <laughs> She's like, this is this is the, your arc. You go from like depraved whore. Yeah, you've seen all that side. I've seen it. I didn't. Not, it didn't really go well. It, yeah. it came with a lot of stories, but I'm starting yeah. to arc over the thing. Yeah, bro. Actually, the other side. Actual, it's, actual it's question. Can you do that? Can someone really? Because like people who are let's say 36, 37, 30, whatever, 40 years old, and they realize no, I'm gay, and then they sh- they try experimenting. And then they go become gay. Like, can gay people... And has this ever happened? Or do you know somebody who went from gay to, like, now I want to be with a woman and have kids? No, no, no. I think that's super rare. I think, obviously, it goes the other way. But it can happen, way. though, right? I do notice when I eat, when I eat more steak my t- and, and do a lot more weightlifting, my testosterone surges more. And quite sporadically now, I want to, like, lick a woman's boob. But that's, like, it. Oh, but, but what's weird happening. is like, but what's weird is when when I don't do those things, yeah. start getting a little more faggy with those vegetables, <laughs> you know, I don't have that urge. Yeah. Like I told you, I was at Barry's and I was working out and there's this girl and I, I was I was really like pumping weights and I kind of had this moment where I was just like looked up this girl. I was like, I really want to motorboat her. Oh, yeah. You told me that. One. I was thinking of maybe just doing it in the class. And then if she <laughs> screamed, I was like, I'm gay. It's just, it's just a task. I'm just trying to. <laughs> Bro, but that can happen though. Like, it's not impossible, and like, it can really, well, there was really that happen. S- there was that study uh, that was pretty controversial, and it basically said that if you take liberal men and like very liberal men, and you give them high testosterone, like to supplement their testosterone, they will start to become more conservative. Because oh, it's more biological than. Well, it's because, like, if you get too... Con- I've said it on the show. If you get too liberal, then you're just, like, an emotional mess. But if you get too conservative, you're just, like, brutal, hard Logical, line. Like very yeah, but then it's kind of heartless. It yeah. can get towards that heartless. So that's, like, also why I think, like, very liberal women... But do you women, get attracted to women at that time because you're heartless and you want to be with somebody who has, like, a lot of I don't. Heart? I don't think it's. I don't think it's women. I just think it's uh, perhaps the higher testosterone is making them more... Um, Attracted towards... T- it's tough. It, there's like a toughness, that alpha masculine tough, which is like, you know, guns, yeah, 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 strong borders. Being that, do you get attracted to more women because they're like more soft and like feathery? And like oh, that's a, good, that's a good point. Right? That's a good point. I don't know. It's, it, it's interesting because when people say to me like, oh, no, you're only really attracted to... Uh, masculine gay men or like men who are pretty straight They're, that's your internal self-loathing homophobia like your internalized homophobia uh-huh. uh i don't yeah. i don't ne- but i don't necessarily know if that's true because when you look at a woman traditionally there are certain types of women that are only attra- attracted to really alpha male masculine guys like marcus cage no one accuses them of having some sort of self-loathing going on it's just sort of what they like I also don't like that excessive ape-like 
high, mm-hmm. high testosterone, I find it, you know, I find it tough to be around. Yeah. It just feels, you know, aggressive it, in a way. Because you're in competition with them almost. Because you're like ape, like in, in like, like sixty percent of <laughs> you is like ape, like but forty percent is like very feminine. But I think that's why I think that's why I appeal to men and women in terms of my friend groups and possibly this show is that because I kind of am like a bit of both. Both, yeah. Like I'm very much a bro in business. Yeah. And then you know every once in a while on a vacation maybe I'll get a spray tan. Yeah. Because I don't want to go in the sun and like age my skin, you know. I mix so it up. Fucking interesting. Anywho, I found this video on Instagram. I sent it to Shivam of someone's wedding, and it, it says, "Any of my boys try this at their wedding? I'm going home." Okay, so we can throw the show on Spotify this week for the visual. But the, I mean, I find things like just so cringe. I find people really cringe. I would say like ninety percent of people on social media, I find cringe. And so um, if you're watching on Spotify or Patreon, you'll be able to see this. But if you're just listening, it's a wedding. And f- instead of them having their first dance, they've brought in barbells and with plates on the ends. And they, this is probably one of those annoying CrossFit couples. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you know, those annoying fitness couples on Instagram that talk about each other's meals and bowel movements and just like work out together. They go to the gym. You know, these type of people you've seen them at the gym. They kiss between sets. Like one time I saw this girl and she was running on the treadmill and her boyfriend came beside her on the treadmill. And in the middle, they both gave each other, they're both jogging and they gave each other a in the oh. middle of their jog. And I was like, get this out of here. Okay. So, so play this video. This is um them instead of their first dance. They're basically cleaning do my eyes deceive me power couple bro holy shit <laughs> this, this is someone that would hate our show. Look at that comment. Why is everyone so negative? It's their wedding, not yours. Let them have fun. No, because the people are not. Like, I don't know. Like, this is my point when all this stuff. It's like, what is the conversation that happens between the couple? They're sitting down. They're planning their wedding. You know, you do your, like, your plates, your food, like, decorations. Dumbbells. And you're like, and also, at some point, we're going to get some dumbbells out and we're just going to clean I also don't know how this ends. Do they just keep going until one of them gives up? Probably. Or like, they're like, ah, oh, look, we could do this. And then that's it. I mean, weddings are weird. Like, like people Her shoulders do shit are like getting this. a little female swimmer. We know that look, ladies. A lot of women know that look. You know it. You know it. It's close to that Leah Thomas trans female swimmer. She's getting a little bit of that. So another thing I found is this woman. I encourage everyone to follow her on Instagram. Selma underscore Linda. That's S-E-L-M-A underscore L-I-N-D-A-A-H. I don't know. Like, people just do things. I And they go viral for the wrong reasons. They must be confused as to why they're going viral. Like, because certain people go viral and then... Your friend, you're like, oh my god, I have 14 million views on my video. That's really stupid. And your friends and your family don't have the heart to turn to you and go, it's because they're laughing at you, not with you. Do you get it? And and many people cannot decide which it is. If you're just like a car crash, 
or if you're something that like people are really <laughs> looking forward to, like a new Taylor Swift song or something. So this one posted a bunch of reels, and one of them got uh fourteen or eighteen million views. <laughs> she, she only it's up. She only had a couple of followers, so she probably is just sitting there posted this. I don't know how she makes these. But the video is of her. She superimposed herself on top of a. Oh. Of a what? Of a bird. Of an eagle. Of an eagle. And put this song to it. It's so calming, bro. It's just it's on loop too. So I was really fucked up, and this this uh, this came on my feed on Instagram. <laughs> Oh, some women think, look at this woman here. She thinks it's real. She should wear a helmet. It's risky. <laughs> that's, bitch, that's the content you deserve with that comment. Sarcasm, bro. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, this is, I never know with certain people. <laughs> look at this. This isn't fake. I was the one recording the video. <laughs> so at some point, this woman, is this an app? I, I pray it's an app. Yeah, it's, 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 it's in the corner of it. Yeah. That's the name of the app. It's called what? Cup crop cut. Crop cut? Yeah. Or cup cut or something. Cap cut. I also found one where she's can you can you show me the one where uh, I think it's Oh, uh, there's so we were trying to find this one where she I think she's on like some sort of a hot air balloon and the Backstreet Boys is playing <laughs> in the background. It's like I don't care who and she put herself in a hot air balloon. <laughs> I really oh, yeah, wish you could so find much. it. Oh, try that one with the with the sixteen point five thousand uh, uh, down. Dude, it's like no, no. There's also one with one million views here. Okay, hit it. Let's look at this one. Oh wow, it's so beautiful. <laughs> She's not even moving. She's not even blinking. That's just a picture of her on a video of some thing. Someone wrote too political because it looks super like LGBT. <laughs> What does her family? What does her family think when like, they? No one, no one thinks these are good. Like no one, thinks, but her family's like, how the fuck are millions of people watching? You're dumb, bro. What I is that? A butt look. plug? Go down. <laughs> what is that green? What is that green thing? It's a balloon like popping off on something. Where's she? Oh! She do that. <laughs> oh shit, bro! Well, this woman's crazy. One day she's flying on an eagle, this. and then there she she superimposed herself in a balloon. <laughs> I love this. This is so fucking funny, bro. Holy shit! It's better than Twitter blue. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter blue has gone completely off the rails. Okay, so they had to change Twitter blue now because people were paying the eight dollars and verifying themselves as certain politicians yeah it was just really easy for people to do like there's a fake doug, doug ford who is tweeting um I if sent you saw, yeah if you see how i carved up if you like how i carved up that pumpkin look what i'm uh, something something system. how i'm gonna carve up the healthcare system <laughs> it's like too late that one's already done this one's great too george w bush the bio says so what if i did 9-11 <laughs> And then he tweeted, I miss killing Iraqis with a sad face. Oh, and then Tony Blair. Oh, <laughs> What's funny is like oh, probably part of them 
might. Um, Tony, fake Tony Blair. Someone got MP Tony Blair with the same photo and blue check mark said same to be honest. <laughs> so they had to change up the whole program <laughs> for that. I mean, it wasn't inevitable. And also, I know I heard that what they're going to do with Twitter Blue is that you could pay for verification, yeah. but people will be able to decide if you got the verification. Like, if you click the verification, it tells you if they actually got the verification because they earned it because they're important or if they paid for it, which kind of eliminates the whole thing. Is It's like, well, then what's the value in paying for it? Because people can be like, oh, you just paid for it. You're not actually important. And the other question is, at what point when you paid for it, what if you then become famous? Do they switch you to the real check mark? Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem like he's think really thinking would. this I think through. They would uh, put you in the other category then. They just have to change the database from like the back end. They would just go, oh, okay. We they got to get Dan Pena in there, clean things up. <laughs> well, Elon's doing the same shit as Dan Yeah, Pena but he doesn't is. have the same delivery. Well, he's he tweeted the other day like yeah I know I'm abusing my power like this is naked abuse of power and like he fired like fucking 60% of the whole company now 80% almost now he fired every Indian person except 12 people so in a country of 1.3 almost 1.4 billion people Twitter where like Twitter like literally dictates politics sometimes yeah we have 12 people managing through, through bots and psyops yes yeah but like only 12 people are managing that app in the whole fucking country, which is insane. Like, Has it gone off the rails? Not yet, because they were just fired last week, so I don't know what's going to happen now. Can you just AI a lot of the content moderation? Because obviously they have people you know, using the N-word and stuff like that. It's, Can't that just, it's you just AI that? There are so many languages in India, you cannot actually do that right now. Because mm. they're like almost what... 10 or 12 like main languages and then there are like hundreds of like smaller languages that you can like use on Twitter too. I remember during the documentary The Dissident which is one of my favorite documentaries they were talking about how um, Mohammed bin Salman in Saudi Arabia is that right? Yeah. Um, He the way that he controls the messaging in his country because in Saudi Arabia 80% of the population uses Twitter which is much higher than I think America's like a quarter of that and what he does is he has these things called the bees and they influence public perception. And what happens is when someone tweets something bad about him or the administration, they have thousands of these people operating thousands of these accounts and they swarm them, the bees. So someone will say something bad and then 99 out of 100 will be like, you know, he's the best, you're an idiot, just attacking them. Yeah, and is, that's yeah. how they elevate certain topics to... You know, anyone starts rising up against the government and the algorithm, they elevate a positive topic about the government to make it trending at the top. And that's one of their tricks of um, influencing the population. And I imagine major countries besides that do it yeah, do it to to the, that degree. But it just was so interesting that he actually hired literally a thousand employees to sit in a room all day. And that's what they do. It's like those uh videos about which which would be a fantastic guest for the show is these people that operate these click farms so in places like the philippines i imagine in india as well they have a bunch of phones in front of them and if they need to influence someone you know a thousand likes or whatever it needs to be real they have all these phones in front of them and they can basically just again psychological operations manipulating largely what like kind of the mainstream media does through the security state on like cnn and stuff like that but 
it's just crazy. Like I always say also on this show and to many people, my friend has this line, just like nothing's real. And when you start to peel back all the different layers and underbelly of this stuff, you were like, wow, this is like actually kind of <laughs> crazy. It does pierce the illusion for a lot of that stuff. And into this uh, BJP ID cell, it's the same thing as bees. There was an expose in 2016 or 17 where uh, they found out like people were pasting the same message on their tw Twitter uh, because one person would decide, okay, this is the agenda for today. We have to get our like government or like our party to look a certain way today like this. So everybody would post the same message. And these guys have like more than like 3000 people all over the country just tweeting the same thing in different languages and shit. And just, like, making the whole agenda one, like, sway one way or another. And it, like, gets more active during election time, obviously. But, I like, why we're we talking about this? Bro, I thought of one of the best guests for the show. I have a friend in India who doesn't have a click farm. But you know what he has? A scam farm. Like, he scams old ladies over well, that's here what in we America. Just in the UK press about. No, 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 no. But he, like, actually scams, like, you know those, like, internet scams where, like, you're... Okay, your, your computer would freeze and then you call Amazon or like whatever like Microsoft hey like help me fix it and they're like oh just wire us this money and we'll fix it for you those guys and this guy like this friend how much what kind of money do you think he pulls in bro like around a million in like four or five months like four months million dollars easy easy like two millions in a two million three million almost like it's like big in a year like if you like look at the whole industry bro this guy bought three offices now and he has 400 people under him i used to have this employee <laughs> yeah i used the term employee loosely <laughs> she was not in canada and was a contractor in another country her name was jan okay and i believe i don't know if it was the philippines or she worked she she was basically a contract worker that my business partner and I had hired and just to do admin work. And we used to do this a long time ago that like you could hire people to do admin work for like a dollar and prices have really gone up. Like that's why people left India and went to the Philippines because people in India were like, I want five dollars an hour. And it was like, we can't afford it. Right. <laughs> so this chick in I think it was the Philippines. She was working for us. Her name was Jan, which clearly isn't her real name, but she is just renamed. It's like the chicks at the nail salon, you know. <laughs> when you walk in and it says like Megan on a Chinese woman's shirt like hello so she was working for us doing admin work and the platform that we used to employ her all of a sudden one day sent an email to my business partner and I and I was actually on vacation but the email sent said something along the lines of like one of your contractors has been in an area in which a natural disaster has hit I think they specified that it was a tsunami and therefore work may be delayed and I sent it to my business partner was like oh my god Jan like you know I just pictured the worst I pictured her house just dust yeah like just nothing left yeah. like she was like 200 meters down the river oh. and so I messaged my business partner and I was like you know oh my god Jan I just got this email it's the first time I've ever received this and he was like wow it's so bad and then he's like do you think that she she's going to be working tonight t tonight or tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> and the thing about like a lot of these contract workers that you hire overseas, oh, like the dude. quality is so good. The English is you know dubious at parts, but it, the quality is so good and they're so dedicated and they call you sir, which I'm really uncomfortable with, but I'll take it. And <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So I messaged her. I was like, Jan, Jan, are you OK? I heard I heard about the tsunami. 
And she reassured me. She was like, yeah, you know, I'm in an area that was unaffected by the tsunami. Yeah. But then my business partner and I were laughing because we pictured her, uh, because she's so dedicated, we pictured her family had been, like, wiped out. And then she's just going down really fast through the rapids on a piece of driftwood. Uh-huh working on like a on a rocket stick on a laptop just kind of like her body's like submerged underwater and she's just kind of still going on excel just typing away (laughs) that's that's literally what we we were like she would yeah 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 yeah. here you have someone who who takes off two weeks because they're feeling a tad neurodivergent What's the argument for hiring local? I'm just saying. <laughs> capitalism is brutal. Okay, we're going to... Yeah. Let's pop over to Patreon. I got some stuff I want to do on there. Awesome. Uh, so thank you so much for tuning in this week. If you have a couple minutes, please go on iTunes and rate the show five stars, as well as on Spotify if you want to pick up my book for a laugh in this cold, cold winter. It's Famous Anus available on Amazon. You can also get the audio book if you're over reading and improving your life that way you just like to hear sounds because you've drained your dopamine and it's not looking good toodles